0: Toxic Christianity has resulted in so much harm. It is based in a behavior-focused, rules-based, non-affirming religion that puts God in a box and justifies rejection, condemnation, and the suffering it imposes. This teaching is given in such a controlling way with manipulation, threats, gaslighting, that it can be difficult to get out of. Well, that's why we do this work, beloved, to help you deconstruct those false beliefs so you can build a beautiful spiritual journey. But when you start to deconstruct your faith, people will say all kinds of things. Why? To get you back in line, to deal with their own fear, to maintain control. Well, today we want to share things people will accuse you of when you start deconstructing so you are best prepared to respond and stay on this beautiful journey you are on.
1: Would it be okay if I were to tell you that I am afraid someday, so I call you up? you calm
0: me down, would it be okay? Well, hello and welcome to the Freed Hearts Podcast. We're so glad you're here. Hang on. (laughs) (sighs) It's cold here, so I'm drinking some hot coffee. Welcome. (laughs) I hope you got your hot beverage, cold beverage, alcoholic beverage, whatever you got. I'm so glad you're here with us. My name is Robert Cattrall, and I'm here as always with...
1: Susan Cattrall, loving the intro here, loving the intro.
0: <laughs> again, welcome. Uh, please do subscribe on your favorite platform, share the entire podcast um, from the Sprout site or from, again, your favorite platform, share and support if you can, especially we're coming up on the end of the year. That's becoming even more important than we in the year strong. We have a lot going on and all of that's only possible because of the kindness of people like you. So please do support if you can. And this is the deconstruction zone. Love it. Yes. And we are we help what what that means is that we help you deconstruct the the false teaching that has resulted in so much harm, so much pain, and that is based in a behavior focused, rules based, non-affirming religion that puts God in a box. I'm sure God loves that. He tries to. And yeah, and justifies are you have you got a hot beverage too, but you didn't make any noise.
1: I was being quiet because I'm on I'm on a mic. You can make some noise. That's okay. okay. I'm good.
0: We went to uh, Tokyo with our our kids a few years ago, and one of the big adjustments there when you have ramen is that they make some noise when they eat them <laughs> and slurping, and that's like, wait a minute, but that's like considering. Uh, honorable, right? Like yeah. that's how you let the chef know that you, you enjoy honor. it. So, yeah, we're bringing that to our podcast today. <laughs> oh,
1: in a Germany, you burp. Where, but where, where the heck that. was I? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs>
0: anyway, that's based in a behavior focused. Uh, that's right, rules based, not affirming religion that puts God's, God in a box and justifies rejection and condemnation and judgment and the suffering that it imposes. And that teaching is given in such a controlling, cult-like way with manipulation and threats and gaslighting that it's so difficult to get out of often. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're doing this. That's why we do this, to help you deconstruct those ingrained false beliefs so you can build a beautiful spiritual journey. What does that look like? I don't know. It's your journey. (laughs) I don't know. It's your journey. But your heart. Will be free, and i.e. freed hearts. Hey, that works. Um, <laughs> but when you start to honestly, when you start to deconstruct your faith, when you open the box that religion has put God in, when you begin to set your heart free, people go freaking ballistic from your past, and they say all kinds of things. Why? Because they just love you and care. No. Because they they want to get you back in line. Right. They're dealing often with their own fear and to maintain their control. Yeah. And so we want to share a few of the things that people will accuse you of that they will say to you when you start deconstructing so you're best prepared to respond and to stay on this beautiful journey you are on. And I need to give a shout out to Jim Palmer here. He inspired this, this podcast for me. Uh, He is an amazing author, teacher, friend. Look him up. Uh, Wonderful guy. Uh, So, let's do this, shall we? Mm. Okay. So, when you start deconstructing your faith, people will often say, you don't even go to church anymore. Okay, well, there's a pretty good reason for that. And, and, beloved, you can be (laughs) at peace about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, if your church involvement including the beliefs, the practices, attitudes, expectations, characteristics of the con- uh, congregation and leadership, if they elicit fear, shame, control, conformity, repression, depression, <laughs> codependency, then it makes sense and is necessary to leave that yeah. church. Um, yeah, I mean, many Christians receive their understanding about God through the church. And when they discover this understanding is flawed, and they see how flawed this understanding has has damaged their lives, Mm. then they remove themselves from the church. That's what you do. Hallelujah. Right. (laughs) Can I get an amen? Amen. And the reason most people bring up this accusation is that they confuse leaving one's church with the rejection of God, because Mm. God and the church have been conflated. That's where we were told, you have to choose between your child and God. No between my child and your church teachings. Hmm. So I'm choosing my child, um, but they put that together. But really the exact opposite of, of, is true because research shows that church goers, church leavers grow stronger in their spirituality. Wow. that That is a remarkable find yeah. that people grow stronger in their spirituality when they leave the church. Like Lenny Bruce said, Every day people are leaving the church and going back to God. It's it's exactly what's happening. And, you know, whatever box that church had God in, God is always bigger than Mm -hmm. the box, Mm -hmm. don't you think? Mm -hmm. And so the the community, when you find the community outside of structured church and voluntarily associate with people in a in a spiritual relationship outside the church, you can develop significant. Friendships yeah, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful, thing, yeah, yeah, and significant relationship with God because you're not terrified anymore of stepping off the line for one moment and and ending up in hell. It's
0: yeah. Well, it's not a community that's based in in that fear, in that oh my gosh, if I do something wrong, if I take a wrong step, I could be ostracized, I could be excommunicated, I could be I could be shunned, I could be ignored. That's not community, but it's it's so right. As I look back on that, I, I'm 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 surprised, I guess now. But as I look back on that, I can't believe that I put so much weight, so much importance on that kind of community. Yeah. But when you get outside that box, it's beautiful out here yeah. because there's love and there are friendships and they're based on acceptance and inclusion and love and affirmation and and diversity and all all the wonderful things you yeah. know.
1: Well, one of the one of the things I still remember after we finally left our last evangelical church, and we went to a post evangelical church, um, progressive, loved it. And you said the second or third <laughs> week, you said I didn't know how much I was not able to be me until mm, I got yeah. here, where I can really be me. I remember that, yeah. and it struck me because it's it was true for me too. You think you're just being you. Maybe a little clipped in here and there, but you're still being you. And you get out, and you're like, holy smokes, I was really bound in.
0: Yeah. Now, of God. course, we're not saying, we're not saying that every church is toxic or that every person must leave their church to progress in their spiritual life.
1: Right. I mean, clearly, you may need to leave or want to leave or whatever for any number of reasons um, This this Sunday morning-based religious life. And but it's really often a healthy and necessary step to yep, take.
0: Yep. So let's move on to the second thing that right. some some people will say when you're deconstructing your faith, they will say, Hey, oh, your new beliefs are dangerous. Well, beloved, <laughs> think about that for a minute. Why? Yeah. If exploring and thinking and asking questions is really dangerous. How solid and true can what they are protecting be, yeah, you know I mean, asking questions should never be discouraged, you know, opening the box and 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 pursuing things and challenging things should never be dangerous, right, but it's, we're made to believe that, yeah so yeah. so they say that to us,
1: yeah, and I think of the the first thing I think of is you've got a professor and you're in in uh you know some kind of chemistry thing that I have no idea what I'm talking about after that word. But, you know, and you ask questions, or astronomy or something, you're asking questions. And the professor's like, well, don't ask that question, because that's not respectful of me. It's like, hold on, you must not know what you're talking about. It's fine if the professor says, you know, I don't know that. Hmm. But if they get reactive... What's up? What are you trying to pretend you you have here? Yeah, right. And the same thing is true in church. If if they're afraid of questions you asked, well, why? What is what? What are you afraid of? Yeah, I just think that's profound. God is not afraid. What kind of God would be afraid of your questions or offended? A a human created God. That's who. Yeah, but it's only the church that gets that way, and. So, yeah,
0: it's, that's it's, not what you yes. want to subject your spirituality to. Yeah, because it's really cool when you open the box. It's
1: really cool. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. you open that box and out of it, you know, you open a box out of this non-affirming rules-based behavior-focused Christian system, and you begin exploring a lot of ideas mm-hmm. like philosophy, psychology, science, humanism, Eastern spirituality, and what happens after that? You deconstruct your toxic, non-affirming Christian faith with a critical eye. That's good. Yes. You prefer spirituality over religion. That's good. Yes. <laughs> spirituality is based on God. Religion's based on rules. You explore different views and mindsets on God's on God and God's, you know, relationship, your relationship to God, and on life's big questions. Mm. That's a phenomenal thing to do. My favorite thing that you say, one of them, is you say, we opened our box and all heaven broke loose. And that's exactly what it means to open your box. And people who are deconstructing will be drawn to ideas and understandings of spirituality beyond checklist religion. And if checklist religion is afraid of that, then they have revealed their hand that they really are just operating from a little grid yeah. and not in true spirituality. Yep. And this is a useful and healthy step of personal growth and
0: development. And we think about this for a minute, because if you, let's, let's just consider God, yeah, spirit, the universe, you can define that as you want, God and life's big questions. Should, <laughs> how can those answers be contained in a box? Shouldn't you explore? Yeah, or a book, or, yeah, or, a book, or one theology, or, or, I mean, shouldn't you explore and be open to that kind of thing because you're talking about God, the 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 universe, and everything that it is, and and life's big questions: what is my purpose here, and 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 all that stuff. That that looking at different views and mindsets is a is wonderful, as you just said. It's a it's a it's a really healthy and useful step. You know what I mean? My father was
1: not a religious person at all. He was pretty antagonistic toward religion, but he said spirituality really god is when you're on the prow of a ship looking out at the black sky and all the vastness of the stars and saying oh my gosh what a universe that's true Mm. spirituality that's what it means to um be open to god the universe spirituality
0: that's wonderful
1: not a doctrine or a box or a book
0: well, again, we've talked about this before. That's that's controllable. That's That makes it easy to commodify the, the right. congregants and things like yeah, that. You but,
1: can't commodify wonder.
0: Yeah, that's good.
1: And looking out from the travel yeah. of ship like that, that's wonder.
0: Yeah, if you think about this, it's almost like religion. We should be in
1: wonder at spirituality. Yeah, yeah, Excuse yeah, no, me for no, interrupting you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like religion are the lights of a city. And if you go out in a very well-lit city at nighttime and look up in the sky, you're going to see some stars. Wow, that's cool. But if the distractions of the 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 m- immense beauty of the universe are taken away and the lights are like down if you go out and it's dark. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The things that you yes. see out there. I love that. But it's like religion wants to keep the lights on to keep you from seeing what's truly out there. The
1: vastness. That's, yeah, the vastness. That's beautiful. We'll, we'll have to...
0: Yeah. And again, what are they afraid to learn? Yeah. I mean, that's that's a question that's you gotta beautiful. think about. What do you what are they afraid of? Yeah. Well, I, I didn't say that to get an answer, but we know the answer to that. But go ahead.
1: No, what you're gonna I think number three on your list is gonna be oh, yeah. what well, we're they're afraid of.
0: Well, no, this is yes, and this is one thing that you'll hear. The next thing that you'll hear oftentimes is that, oh, you're in danger of going off the deep end. Yeah. Well, and we heard this from people. Okay, including really close family members who told me that I'm driving my family off the deep end off of a cliff here.
1: Gee, thanks. I appreciate
0: you know, that. So, that's yeah. that's something that people are going to say to you is that you're in danger. You're going off the deep end here.
1: Yeah, and I, I think one of the most annoying things to people who judge people that are deconstructing is that they're beginning to think for themselves and some of us come from churches, some, a lot of people come from churches, where the idea is built into them that we should only expose ourselves to church-approved beliefs, teachings, activities, relationships, leaders, writers, musicians, everything, politicians, that the church approves of because anything else is disobedient and worldly and will result in disapproval and discipline from God. Jeez, yeah, no, I'll tell you who it'll rep- result in disapproval and discipline from, and that's the church. Yeah, not God.
0: And I know you've heard this. I know you've heard this. Don't don't listen to that music, or don't listen to any music. Don't dance. You know, yeah.
1: we were at a we were at a small country church where you were the worship leader for a short period of time, and we had a um, Halloween. I mean, a sorry, not Halloween, Valentine's Day little party come out. Do you remember this? And there were two like 20-something singles, whatever, and you wanted to make sure they felt included. And you said, I'll dance with them. And I said, honey, it's a Baptist church. (laughs) There won't be dancing. That was a very, very good idea, but there wouldn't be dancing anyway.
0: Don't listen to this music or that music. Don't dance. Don't celebrate Halloween. Don't celebrate Christmas. Yep. Don't read certain books. And you know what? Let's, don't just not read them. Let's ban them. You know what? Let's burn them.
1: Yeah. Because they don't, are such
0: a threat. Yeah, don't, don't watch that TV show or that news channel. And it's, that's exhausting.
1: Yeah. Because God is not sufficient.
0: Well, why? Yeah. Why?
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> we have to give you the answers. What, um, you know, Baptists say you shouldn't engage in premarital sex because it may lead to dancing. <laughs> okay. Okay, enough. On hey, that.
0: hey, hey. I'm the joke guy here.
1: <laughs>
0: what is yes, it? you are. Oh, no.
1: By the way, <laughs> just about every email we get about the podcast is and tell Rob to keep up with his jokes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you took the one for this show. So, and it's a good one. It was a good one.
1: Were uh, you really going to say that? <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> okay. In the religious. <laughs>
0: That it, in that rigid, in
1: the rigid, ultra religious mindset, the teaching is that only a very select few people are truly capable of discerning truth on their own, and the rest of us are ill equipped and would be easily lured into all kinds of error left to ourselves. Okay, that's what your religious leaders think of you. It's not what God thinks of you. It's what religious leaders think of you. And one of the big problems with the Reformation, which was well needed. With all the abuses of the church, was that they translated the Bible in people's common languages Mm. so they could read it for themselves and didn't (laughs) need the priest to intervene. Okay, well, yeah, I, I see why that's a threat to your religious system. But beloved, as we have repeated and said as Jesus taught, your heart is good, and the spirit of God, that undefinable, uncategorizable, categorizable, uncontainable. Spirit that you can't label or define that spirit will lead you in all truth that spirit lives in you you are created in the image of that spirit, so you're capable of directing and guiding your own spiritual development yep. do it in concert with God spirit however that feels right to you, but you don't need a religious leader to intervene for you because you're less than and not worthy and they have to help you up. That's not true.
0: And yeah, yep, that's right, that's right. And if you're going off the deep end, hey, come on in, the water's really good and warm, so.
1: It's similar to the slippery slope, Mm -hmm. which says, you know, oh, you're going to be a slippery slope of sin. No, it's a slippery slope of love and acceptance. (laughs) And you can't have that if you have an us-them religion that excludes people you can't have everybody accessing it
0: well the last thing you're going to hear well, not the last thing but one more thing the final thing we're the talk about. the last thing you're, last thing gonna you're ever going to hear uh is that you can't give a straight answer okay well first i'm not sure when just a straight answer has not ever been a daily
1: made. forward answer
0: okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay enough with the jokes <laughs> this is a serious podcast <laughs> First of all, I'm not sure when a straight answer has ever been the goal. Okay, that said, but but that's valid. I I, I get that. Yeah, I mean, lots of questions aren't so easy to answer anymore for people who are deconstructing. And I know, I know that many of you have been asked questions like this: Do you believe in God? Are you a Christian? Do you believe in the Bible? Do you go to church? Do you believe in the gospel?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, we could we could spend minutes on I- any of those questions. But the thing is that that straight answers, it's like having a, a little bit of a you feel like maybe there's a little bit of an infection under your skin from something got in there and, and somebody just comes by and puts a band aid and says it's done. You're good now. And you're like, I don't think so. There's something under there. And if and an answer is a band aid that doesn't really quite do it. And for many of us, deconstructing a toxic, false, non-affirming, rules-based, behavior-focused Christian faith for for us to deconstruct that the the yes no is just not satisfying. Yeah, they can't it can't be more. answered. We can't with pretend the it's satisfying. It probably never really was fully, but, but we can't. We can no longer pretend that. Yeah. And you know, Christians from Church, random strangers on the internet. <laughs> Aren't they great? Yeah, they're the greatest. Um, begin immediately talking about what's your definition of Christian and which God are you talking about? What's your interpretation of the Bible? And how do you determine what church is and how you understand the gospel? And it it is not asked with wonder and curiosity. It's asked like an interrogation. Mm. It's not asked with real interest in you. It's asked with uh, a really hard plan to maintain the worldview that they've already committed to. Yeah. But believe me, please hear me on this, beloved, that not answering with a simple yes or no isn't dodging the issue. It's not confusion. It's
0: openness. Hon- it's, yeah, it's honest. And
1: wonder. It's wonder, yeah. Honesty. That's a great word. I love that. Wonder. We of all people who who think or talk about God, spirituality, should be full of wonder. That is a wonderful subject.
0: Yeah. And And we just won't, honestly, we just won't answer with a simple yes or no anymore. We're not, we're no longer going to give the party line answers because we understand the absurdity of putting God and faith and spiritual concepts into these rigid religious boxes. And we're just not going to go there, and you don't need to go there. Yeah. So not answering a simple with a simple yes or no is not dodging, it's not confusion. That was well placed.
1: Yeah, and when you and when you begin to deconstruct a false toxic faith, you can sometimes feel yeah. guilty about certain things yeah, like that's
0: just this is just honest. You can you can feel guilty about these yes, things. Yes, like yeah.
1: you may discontinue involvement in a church or religious organization, or grow weary of incessant God talk, or find that the very people your religion judged and condemned. Are the people you find most interesting <laughs> and enjoyable? Yeah, and you and these guilt things just bite you and make you, you know, can pull you under, or you may find and express a re- rebellious or defiant part of you that's been dormant.
0: Hell yes! <laughs> oh wait, I'm sorry, <laughs> I just popped out. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh! Can I say this? Sure. Our our granddaughter, our only granddaughter <laughs> at the moment, has at this, the
0: moment. Just at the moment.
1: Right. We have another one coming. We got some coming. Ah! Um, her parents are very careful about not giving her screen time. And so she's only seven months old. And so they put her around the side of the sofa where they could see her, but she couldn't see the Jurassic Park marathon they, they watched. But she could hear it. And they didn't even notice this until later because that baby started growling and roaring. <laughs> like, <"Rawr!" laughs>
0: not. Nothing. Not in a mean way. Not in a mean Not way, way just, but
1: just it's this, oh, a voice can do this. Okay. <laughs> and she doesn't have words yet, but she can growl. And I thought, oh, my gosh. And sometimes you may find yourself growling or roaring about something yeah. you've had to be really quiet about. <laughs> so, there we go. That's an insight into, I don't know, our grandchild at least. <laughs> um you know, and you you may find less fulfillment in religious things and more satisfaction in human yeah. spiritual things. Imagine that. I mean, if if we're yeah. going to talk Jesus, I'm, I don't see him taking a lot of joy in the religious things that people did. He
0: he, he enjoyed took, the people.
1: He he took joy in the people. Yeah. That's exactly right. So, but you're okay, beloved. Remember, this is a process. This takes time, and that guilt that pops up that. That fear of doing it wrong, all of that was conditioned into you. If you grew up with no religion whatsoever, you wouldn't have that bite you. Mm. So all of that is a conditioned response. It's not God convicting you because you're you're not buying the status mm. quo anymore. And all- it's also it's all it's all part of the process yeah. of disentangling yourself from toxic religion. So, you know, and and discarding the outworn beliefs is not a lack of faith. It's an expression of faith.
0: <laughs> yeah, amen.
1: It says, hey, I, I think God has to be bigger than just... God's bigger
0: than this. Yeah. Excluding
1: all these people that the church hates. Oh, no, they don't hate them. They, they love them, but they hate what they do. Okay. Yeah. They hate them. <laughs> yeah,
0: because yeah, groundless, false, uh, toxic beliefs are not faith. Right. Faith is when you strip everything down to the naked reality, the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth.
1: There should be a joke about, in there. No,
0: I'm not going. to. This is a serious. Oh, bringing this podcast to the close. I'm not going to you. You took my jokes. There, <laughs> there is a limit of one per episode. You did two. I was okay with that. I but did I three. Can't, I'm not. You just, you just did three. All right. Make that four. Make that.
1: Four. <laughs> okay, I'll stop now.
0: <sighs> anyway. Fa- Faith is when you strip everything down to the naked (laughs) reality, the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth about yourself, about the world, about life. Yeah. And faith is when you fearlessly lean into that truth and you say with conviction I believe Mm -hmm. I am good and beloved and deserve to be loved and to love. I believe I deserve to be treated with dignity. And compassion. Mm -hmm. I believe others are good and beloved and deserve to love and be loved and deserve to be treated with dignity and compassion. Yeah. I believe in every moment I have a choice of possibility and freedom. I believe living courageously and compassionately matters. I believe acknowledging and addressing the root causes of chronic discontent and disharmony is wisdom. Yeah. I believe no yeah. circumstance can strip me of the ability or choice to live authentically and to be love. Mm. And I believe life is all about love, loving myself and loving others. It all starts with that. We talked earlier about a simple answer. There's your simple answer.: Yeah. What's it about, Jesus? It's about love. Yeah, that's it. And
1: everything will line up under that.
0: And they didn't like that at all. Anyway, yeah. Okay. So beloved, life is all about we <laughs> believe, I hope you believe, even if you're if you believe, if you're beginning to believe, if you're wondering if it's true, just stay on the journey that life is all about love. Loving yeah. ourselves, loving others, and it does all start right there. We love you. You are beloved. We will see you next week.
1: Bye. Bye. Would it be okay? if i were to tell you that i am afraid someday so i call you up and you call me down would it be okay
0: you've been listening to the freed hearts podcast we have extensive resources and vibrant community for you at www.freedhearts.org just come say hello and if you have questions or issues or comments about the podcast things you'd like us to talk about reach out to us at podcast at The music is provided by Hannah Cattrall, our daughter, the Grammy-nominated Saint Sinner. And you can find out more about her at heystsinner.com. Please share this, subscribe, and follow on your favorite platform. And thanks for listening.